0: Hey, zookeepers, and happy Halloween. Before we dive into today's fun, I just want to ask you to head on over to the Feenster Zoo Facebook group. It is a fantastic place to come together, share your ideas, and if you are so inclined, share your thoughts on past episodes and or recommend future episodes. And as always, thank you to this season's sponsor, that is BetterHelp Online Therapy head on over to betterhelp.com forward slash Zoo. They are the number one online therapy platform. Match with your fully licensed therapist today via phone call, video chat, email, text message, however you want to talk to them. They're there for it. And if for any reason you're not connecting with your therapist, go ahead and switch up to a new one with no additional charge. So go ahead, sign up at the link today. If you use the link in the description down below and enter the Fiends for Zoo, you'll get 10% off your first month of therapy as well. Alright, so enough of the boring stuff. Let's get on to the goods. Let's start off with a quote from Mark Twain. Courage is the resistance to fear, or mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. Or, if you prefer... How about Nelson Mandela? I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but it is he who conquers that fear. Or how about one more from Winston Churchill? Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. So, as you probably guessed from those quotes, and if not that, the title helps, today we're speaking about fear. Well, fear with a fiendstra zoo twist. If you've been listening to the zoo from the beginning of this podcast, which it's quite a few episodes now, you know that I have a guilty pleasure of sorts. I enjoy diving into cryptozoology and and or paranormal or supernatural content. Largely because of events that have happened in my own life but I also find these things fascinating. Not as like unhealthy obsession with but I think that there's certainly something to it. For most cases anyway. Some of it is just kinda weird. So that being said And with it being Halloween, I want to let that side of me come out to the zoo a little bit. So, let's dive in. Let's start with what is fear? Well, it's an unpleasant emotion for one. But typically, it's caused by a belief that someone or something is dangerous and or likely to cause us pain, or it's a threat of some kind. So, as a whole, it's being scared. So I guess the next question is, what scares me? Honestly, a lot. But, like I said, I want to make this a little spooky. So, let me tell you via a story. Have you ever seen something that you just weren't supposed to see? I know I have. So a little while back, I was walking Oswald, our little Yorkie dog, um, around our neighborhood. And as I passed a home in our neighborhood, a home that admittedly, I've always had kind of a weird or uneasy feeling around since we moved here. And as we were walking past, underneath their vehicle in front of their house I saw something I didn't know what it was it kinda looked like a big cat and I'm not saying like tiger or lion but bigger than a house cat if you know what a Savannah cat is kind of in that range but less lengthy more stocky, and I know it kind of looked like a cat, but it was kind of off. You know, for starters, it had two tails. Okay, getting kind of weird, but genetic anomalies happen. Trying to brush it off and just keep walking. But the head was wrong. Like Its face, it was wrong. It had human-esque features, like humans' eyes and teeth not like cat teeth. It was it was weird. Something was off. As I walked past, I tried to just brush it off and just keep walking. I had my dog with me. We were on our way home. Let's just get out of there. But it realized that I saw it. And out of instinct, I just picked up my dog and then ran a couple steps. As fast as I could pick Oswald up and get out of there. This thing took off at us. And it was crazy fast. And instead of continuing to run, I turned around and I yelled at it to stop. And just before it pounced at us, it did stop. And that's where I got the best look at it crouched and confused it stopped at my feet and i was terrified that's when i really saw its eyes and teeth and its face was just not right i didn't know what it was it wasn't a cat all i knew that i all i knew that I, I wasn't safe in that moment so carrying Oswald, I walked with purpose away from there. I walked quickly. I got about half a block away uh, up up a hill. And I kind of just, I was curious. So I, I needed to know if it was following me. So I turned around and I looked down the hill. And as, as I looked back, I saw... A woman nothing distinct about her super average looking just a woman standing beside the car but a couple feet behind her there was a shadow in the middle of the day there was a shadow by my estimates it stood somewhere around 8 to 10 feet tall but it wasn't a shadow on the ground. It was standing. It was three-dimensional. And it wasn't of any particular shape. It was kind of amorphous. It was kind of ball-like, but tall. It, so, I wish I could show you. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. It was tall. It was... human-esque but not really defined form. The shadow was not being cast on a wall, it wasn't being cast from a tree or anything like that. But I'd never seen anything kind like that. And it was it was terrifying. So I absolutely just hightailed it out of there. I ran from that spot. I ran home the couple blocks that it was with Oswald under my arm. And it shook me. It it absolutely shook me. I didn't know what it was. So, like any good paranormal enthusiast, I went, turned to the Google box trying to figure out what the heck I just witnessed. I spent the next couple days going down rabbit holes, looking for different pictures, looking for different explanations, found a whole lot of um, what's now called creepypasta, just like copy and paste kind of stories, people who don't know where the origins are, they just sharing whatever nonsense. I found a lot of that, but I finally narrowed it down. Talked to a couple of friends of mine who have been diving into this a lot. A lot more and a lot longer than I have. And what we kind of came up with. And again, best guess, I have no definitives on this. My best guess is a witch's familiar. And I don't know if that's right. That's the closest thing I could come up with. And what, the, what tipped the scales was after we took off the woman standing there and the shape, this thing that changed shapes, changed forms. That is if you believe any of this at all. And I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying you have to believe me. It's just a story I'm telling. But it did cause me great fear. But here's where we switch gears. Here's where we change pace for the episode. How do we combat the spirit of fear? And let, let's be specific here. This is a spirit of fear. Fear does not come from good. Fear cannot be in the same body as grace and love and peace. Fear and love come from two completely different sources, they cannot be in the same body at the same time. So, the first step we take in combating fear, at least here at the zoo, we turn to scripture. My preferred verse is from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. The other one I turn to is Psalm 56, verse 3. It says, But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you, God. So, what does this mean practically for you and I? How do we beat fear? Just like I tell my girls when they wake up from a bad dream, we reach out for God's peace. First, we talk to God, we pray. This is the fastest way to access his power and his peace, is to pray. We reach out and ask for his presence, and he will give it to us. Next comes right from Jesus' teachings again. It was later from uh, the monastic handbook of Evagrius Ponticus. He's kind of important in this as well. See, Evagrius he was a monk. Uh, he lived from the year 345 to 399. He was a monk at the monastery of Ruf- Rufinus. I'm not sure if I'm saying that pre- properly. But this guy, he literally wrote the handbook for spiritual warfare. He literally wrote the handbook to battle the devil. His writings, in which he called Logasmoy. This is where we get the classification for the seven deadly sins. This is a handbook directly from Jesus' teaching and put into practice by this guy in the third century. Fourth century? Third century. I'm not sure how that works. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So what he, what Evagrius teaches and what Jesus taught us and showed us through the scripture is that To combat any spirit, whether it be fear or anything not from God, anything that's not good, is we commit a scripture to memory. And when we feel these negative emotions or oppressions or whatever being brought up to us, we bring that scripture up into mind and we repeat it, either out loud or in your head, until it goes away. So, I'm feeling scared. I'm fearful right now. This spirit of fear is at me. Psalm 56, three. But when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. I'm still scared. But when I am afraid, I put my trust in you, God. I'm still scared. But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you, God. And eventually, we beat that fear. See, emotions are a good thing. God gave us emotions. God gave us these reactions to situations. They're good, but they can be abused. If you get a jump scare, it's not the same as a spirit of fear pushing at you. You know, someone comes around a corner too fast and, oh, it scares Okay, Okay, jump scare, moment's gone, not not a big deal. You felt an emotion of being scared. Totally different from seeing something that you can't explain and being terrified and trying to get away from it. Two very different situations. The same thing with stress and anxiety. Same thing with intrusive thoughts. You know, stuff like thought pops up saying, I think I'd be happier without my spouse. Okay, scripture that comes to mind is what God brought together, let no man separate. This is spiritual warfare. These are attacks on your mind, and the way we combat this is scripture. We bring scripture to mind every time something not of God comes up. This works for all manner of spiritual warfare. But today, we're focusing in particular on fear. See, there's something we all need to understand about fear. See, it acts like a magnet for itself. Fear breeds more fear and it breeds more fear and so on and so on and so on. It is a paralyzer of mental and in some cases physical action it weakens both mind and body ultimately overcoming fear boils down to believing in something stronger whether it's you're afraid you're afraid of a paranormal creature on your city block Or a hypothetical what-if scenario that's been haunting your mind for days. But these thoughts that keep coming up and keep coming up and keep coming up, sometimes they're worse than seeing something. These what-if scenarios can be terrifying. What if I'm going to lose my job? I didn't do anything wrong, but what if? What if my wife is cheating on me? It's not true. My wife is amazing. But my brain, my logic, and my emotion can't separate these things sometimes. But these things keep coming up, and intrusive thoughts, and terrifying scenarios that may be way out in left field. But what if? So we, we find scripture to combat each and every one of these thoughts. I recommend physically making your own handbook, just like Evagrius did. For every what-if, for every intrusive thought, anything that comes up that's not of God, something that's not good for you, something that, given time, will break down your walls. Write it down. Write down on the notes in your phone, or my recommendation is always a physical notebook, something tangible, something you can grip. Write down these what-ifs, and then spend time searching scripture For something to combat that thought. This is literally what Jesus did when he was tempted by the devil. The devil brought him these do this and I will give you this, do this and you can have this. And Jesus just called from Scripture something to combat the lie. And let's be clear here, these are lies from the devil. And there's no arguing with the truth. There's no arguing with Scripture. Let's go back to this what if my wife is cheating on me thing. Okay. What if I would be happier without my wife? To be clear here, Shalane's not cheating on me. This is hypothetical, just something emotionally charged to prove a point. Okay. What if I was happier without my wife? I want to trade up for something new, whatever. This is a lie. I will not be happier without my wife. I will not be better off. I will not have a better life without my wife. This is a lie. So I call from scripture, what God has brought together, let no man separate. And I just keep repeating this until this lie holds no power in my brain. Same thing with fear. We go back to these scriptures For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but he has given us a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. Power, love, and self-discipline. When we have fear come into our brains, when we have fear being pushed on our bodies, if we have this self-discipline to have these scriptures memorized, the power from God and the love from God will overcome this spirit of fear and timidity. You see, we all have faith, whether we like to acknowledge it or not. We all have faith in something. But to have faith that Jesus is bigger and stronger than any and everything that you could fear he's bigger and stronger than anything and every anxiety we face on this earth he's bigger and stronger than any boogeyman bigfoot, monster cryptid, real or imagined to wholeheartedly believe that God is bigger and stronger this is how we overcome fear unfortunately there's no way to live on this earth without fear but we can master it and with that zookeepers i'm going to leave you this week again happy halloween i hope you have a fantastic day don't forget This season's sponsors, BetterHelp Online Therapy. And if you like what I do here, don't forget to review it anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. And if you really like it, consider leaving a one-time donation at buymeacoffee.com. Links are in the description down below. Thanks again, guys. I love you. God bless.